Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. The wings are extra spicy this week. It's getting hotter. <laughs> it's increasing. This is Danny and Dusty on Wildcard Week. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080. My body's like, this is poison. The fan. I think my leg just cramped. All right, hour number three, Danny and Dusty on this Thursday. Thank you for being a part of our day, letting us be a part of yours, whether you're listening on 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, 1080thefan.com, youtube.com slash 1080amthefan, twitch.com slash 1080amthefan. God, we're everywhere. Thank you for listening. You can go and like and subscribe to all those things. Smash them buttons. That's a drop. <laughs> that is such a drop. I. <laughs> yeah, you do your work. You clean that up. Yeah. I just want smash damn buttons. On it. Smash damn buttons. <laughs> Holla at your boy. <laughs> oh, God, it's good to have you back, Rust. All right. Oh, man. Uh, we do our picks every Thursday at this time. Uh, some are excited for it, like Danny, who's knocking out of the park. Me, not so much, Bob. Not so much. This has been a tough year for me. This is the worst year I've had picking. But it, uh, oddly enough, like in my DraftKings, it's been my best year because I don't bet five games. Yeah. There you go. God. <laughs> Sucks. So to um, improve upon everything, we're gonna we're gonna pick all six games this week. Yeah, great. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Looking forward to this. This will be a nice little kick in the nuts. All right, let's get to it. Like, give me that music that at least make me happy. There we go. There we go. All right. You go ahead. You lead us off. I'm just in pain. I'm like I'm Jameis Winston right now. That that. I feel like Jameis Winston. Just pain. It was pain everywhere. <laughs> it's pain everywhere. You can give me your pick or not? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll go with my first pick. Sorry. Right. I'm busy trying to cut up and smash them buttons. <laughs> uh, 
We'll start. We'll just kind of go chronologically here. Cleveland at Houston. The Browns are two-point favorites. Um, look, Joe Flacco's been playing really well, and Houston has had a tremendous season, but you get to the playoffs, it's a whole different ball game. C.J. Stroud does not have that experience. Uh, meanwhile, Joe Flacco has it in spades. I'm taking the Browns minus two. I'm going with the Browns minus two. Home, outdoors, Cleveland, January. I am concerned about Denzel Ward's injury, having a Pro Bowl corner, having Grant Delpit, a safety uh, already being ruled out of this game. And I think also their kicker has been ruled out. That's never good heading into the playoffs. Well, that's not good. But uh, rookie quarterback on the road in the playoffs. Uh, the, no, no, no. They're at, it's at Houston. Excuse me, in Houston. Yeah. My God. I'm going to go with the uh, more veteran-laden team, even though it is the first game that we have seen Joe Flacco in the playoffs in nine years. Not, it's been nine years since he's been a playoff quarterback. Yeah, so what, C.J. Stroud was in what, middle school? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe a freshman. Yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going Browns. Uh, Danny has Texans at home plus two. Uh, the next one will go to Kansas City. They're four and a half favorites hosting the uh, Dolphins. Uh, it's going to be cold as hell. Mm. Uh, temperature for kickoff, they're figuring right around freezing or you know zero degrees. Uh, I think it's about two degrees. They're also predicting a wind chill approaching 30 below. Uh, I don't know how Miami can hang with that. Um, well, I mean, it's tough on anybody. Everybody's playing the same conditions, but Kansas City's more used to it. Give me the Chiefs minus four and a half. Uh, I'm going to go, I don't feel confident in this. Uh, I'm going to go Miami plus four and a half in this game. It is going to be cold. It's going to be bitterly cold there. I do not like Kansas City or uh, Miami leaving what I think they said. They can get their indoor facility down to 50 degrees. (laughs) That's what they said the lowest temperature that they can prepare for is. That's still shorts weather here in Oregon. 50 degrees is as cold as they can get it in there. And they're going to be like, hey, hey, shut the door, shut the door. Yeah, exactly. You're letting all the cold out. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like teal in cold weather either. It just doesn't look right. (laughs) But I'm going to go with the more explosive offense come playoff time and I'm going to go with Miami Dolphins uh, in this game Uh, Van Ginkle not being in the lineup is going to be brutal for them but I'm still going to go Miami to cover not to win I think these games are always just tight when it's cold so I'm going to go Miami to cover not win Uh, Danny has under 43 and a half in that game which is interesting because that game you you think it can be low scoring and oftentimes they are if there's a heavy wind which it it should be windy there. Yes. But also, when it gets that cold, there's a lot of defenses just not wanting to tackle. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts, man. Uh, next, we're going to Buffalo. Uh, the Bills are 10-point favorites to the road uh, Stillers. That just seems like a big number for me for the Stillers. So, Too big. Yeah, so I'm taking that road dog. Uh, uh, the Stillers plus 10. Hey, all three of us. On the Stillers in this one. We got it at nine and a half on the DraftKings app. But all of us going road dogs here. <laughs> I, I'll go this one. I'll, I'll lead this one off okay. here. Because I got the Packers. Also a road dog. <laughs> Plus seven. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah. <clears throat> I just, I, I still don't buy Jordan Love. Of course, I never buy the Cowboys. And I always hate 
picking for or against them, but I just feel better about the Cowboys for some reason. Uh, you have them at seven. I had it at seven and a half, but I'm taking the Cowboys minus seven and a half. All right. Uh, make it a clean sweep for the Green Bay Packers. Danny has them as well. Lions uh, taking on the Los Angeles Rams. They have banned Matthew Stafford jerseys in the stadium. Well, fans have. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Lions at home to cover this three point line. I don't like it with uh, Sam Laporte. If it gets up to like three and a half, I think it's a field goal game. Yeah, like I mean, this game's gonna be tight. And I look at what the Rams have been able to do, especially as young as they are, in some key spots on the defensive side of the football. Aaron Donald is still a monster. He is still an animal. He can be a headache. But at the nose, Kobe Turner, who Look, you're talking about a guy who, coming out of Wake Forest, he's a third-round pick, and he has played outstanding football Mm -hmm. for the Los Angeles Rams in the middle and has been a godsend for Aaron Donald, giving a little bit of relief to the big fella. Uh, That defense is good, but I'm still going with the Rams. All right, uh, Lions. Gotcha. I'm going the other way on that. I'm going with the Rams, Road Dogs. There's just... Look, I, the the Lions have been one hell of a story the last couple of years, but there's still something. I think that Matt Stafford and the Rams still have a little bit something left in there. I'm not sure they went outright, but I, I think it'll be a close game, and so I think they can keep it within a field goal. Daniel Sun also has the Lions to cover at home, minus three. Final game that we have for you, the sixth and final, Bucks, eagles the NFC South champions against the Super Bowl runner-up that literally just skids in like a – Brown streak in your whitey tidies into the playoffs. Losers of five of their final six games. The Philadelphia Eagles got routed by the New York Giants. I am going to take Baker, Baker, touchdown, Maker, and the Buccaneers to cover that three point line despite my lack of faith and trust in Todd Bowles to perform in the playoffs. I have a feeling I'm going to regret this. I did not change my pick. I'm keeping it. The Eagles minus three. Uh, even with Jalen Hurts, you know, backward bent finger and and, and I still the Buccaneers are still hard for me. It's hard for me to take Baker Mayfield seriously. I know he's had a tremendous year, uh, but just I think the Eagles can turn it around you, here. You giving the I don't like your face. Yeah, basically. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, give me the Eagles minus three. Uh, all right, so there we are. There's our picks. Six games in the NFL playoffs. This surely won't backfire on me. Uh, I got the Browns, Dolphins, Stellars, Packers, Lions, and Buccaneers. You have got the Browns, Chiefs, Stellars, Cowboys, Rams, and Eagles. Danny's got Houston, the under of 43.5 in the Dolphins-Chiefs game. Steelers plus 9.5, Packers plus 7, Lions minus 3, Bucks plus 3. Well, yeah, we got a lot. We're going against each other a lot. Or at least sure? I'm going against you guys a lot. All right, we uh, have one more big decision to make, and boy, it could be quite the large ripple effect uh, coming from it. Harbaugh, anyone? Next on the fan.
Smash them buttons. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is a Wild Card Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. All right, uh, the big domino that we're still waiting to fall across the NFL and college football is Jim Harbaugh's decision that he has upon him. Does he want to continue at Michigan? Or does he want to move on and try to chase that elusive Super Bowl? trophy in the NFL and, and head back. There's no shortage of options for Jim Harbaugh in the National Football League. But coming off a national championship, look, this is a this is going to be a tough decision for him. Most accounts and people in NFL circles believe Harbaugh is as good as gone. And it, it then becomes what job does he take? Does he go back and, and take over the Chargers program and basically do what he did with Michigan, right? Where a team that you played for, a place that you hold dear. When he got done playing in the NFL, he stayed in San Diego, lived in San Diego, took over at the University of San Diego before going up and uh, being at Stanford. Yeah. So he was connected to that Chargers organization. And we can cross the Bears off the list. Cross them Bears right off them lists. So yep. uh, Colts, you're gone too. Captain Comeback could go to the Chargers or he could opt for another NFL team if a, a job does open up. Like there's speculation that if the uh, Eagles do lose the Buccaneers this week, Nick Sirianni is gone in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole lot of other baggage that comes with that one as, you know, you could be losing Jason Kelsey, potentially even Lane Johnson, for God's sakes, uh, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Aging members of that core could mm-hmm. be leaving that franchise. Well, as you talked about before the show this morning, could that be a destination for Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick. Like, you want to talk about a fan base that hates themselves? <laughs> Bill Belichick fit right in, buddy. I <laughs> uh, kid. But um, Jim Harbaugh moving on, then you would have, if he does make that jump to the NFL, and this decision has got to be coming sometime soon. So if we figure, if he leaves Michigan, is it mm. definitely for the NFL? Yes. So he's not going to leave Michigan and go somewhere else in college. No, like no, Alabama. No, 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 He's a Michigan guy. Said for <laughs> God's sakes, he wants somebody at his eulogy to say he was a Michigan man. <laughs> Cross Alabama off. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 But then you could have at the same time. I mean, if this happens in the next twenty-four hours, you could have Alabama and Michigan open. Yeah. You could have two jobs open at the same time. That's crazy. Powerhouse blue blood programs 
open at the same time. There's already the rush of of people reporting Alabama has now turned their sights to Kalen DeBoer up at Washington, who is looking for a massive pay bump in more security. Um, and rightfully so. He's done a phenomenal job there. He's what I think he's what 154 and 12 is his record as a head coach. Yeah. That's pretty That's good. Pretty good. <laughs> good God. Like he's he's earned it. Is he a top flight recruiter? Nope. Nope. But he got a team to the national title yeah. because he took over a program that was loaded with talent and he squeezed every ounce out of him. Take him, Alabama. Yep, you could you could feasibly see that. And then if Michigan does open up, look, they're going to kick the tires on him. Yeah. I, and I said this earlier, and I'll say it again. I do believe either Sharon Moore or Jesse Minter is probably the guy they go with, but it, you will hear Kalen DeBoer's name in Michigan if that, in fact, does open up. No now, doubt about it. So if you're Kalen DeBoer and you've got your pick between Michigan and Alabama... Bama. Yeah. See, yeah, I, and that's not a knock against Michigan. Hell, they no, just no, won no. a national title. I just wonder if you're that eager to jump into that situation. There, There's a lot of people that say you'd rather be the guy that follows the guy that followed the guy. That's right. Right? You don't want to be right. the guy that follows the legend. You want to be the guy that follows the legend. Or the, the guy that follows the guy that followed the legend. So, and listen, Jim Harbaugh, he just won a national championship, but he's not... He's not Nick Saban. He's not the. He doesn't have that legendary status. No, no, and that's look. That's that may be one of the tough jobs. But I will tell you this: like everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be Gene Bartow, right? You don't want to be the guy who follows John Wooden. <laughs> no, yeah. nobody who? does. And I don't mean John Wooden. Um, <laughs> you don't want to be the guy that follows the the legend, even though, like, in his own right, he was a Hall of Famer. <laughs> You know, he did pretty good for himself. Yeah. You don't want to be the guy who follows in the footsteps because that's a such a large shadow being cast from such a small man yeah. at Alabama <laughs> right? in Nick Saban. This is – but you have to understand that in all of these coaches, there is an ego that I can do it. I can do it. That's how they're wired. That's how they get to where they're at. There is not a fear of who you are following or what you are doing expectations may be through the roof, but a lot of these guys, you're trying to find the person that thrives off of those expectations. Mm -hmm. And you can throw a boatload of money at, at Kalen DeBoer. He may say, you know what Dan Landing said too, which is the grass isn't always greener. Yeah. You know, but I feel like, does, I mean, does DeBoer really have that connection with Seattle and Washington that it feels like Dan Landing has already developed at Oregon? Uh, no, because I, I think that there's this, there's this, because again, also he's he's not under contract anymore, right? There is, I think he is, is but it, okay, I I do think, but it's he need he's got an easy out. I think it's twelve million dollar buyout, right? But he he's only getting paid four point seven, and yeah. we, when we talked to Matt Prem, the protections that Oregon put into their contract with the escalators and the deferred payments, yeah, those are to protect Landing from leaving, mm -hmm. and uh, in addition to the twenty million dollar buyout, but. With the boar, it's like twelve million dollars. That's just nothing for Alabama. They're right. They can write that check immediately. Their their chancellor called Nick Saban's one hundred and thirty million dollars that they paid him the best investment that the university's ever made. Mm -hmm. Because if if you think about, have you seen the numbers on on uh, Nick Saban in in what he turned that university into? 
Well, I know what he's got more. Uh, I think the one thing I saw, he's got more first round draft picks than losses. That's right. By like 15. I think it was like 44 to 29. No, no. I'm talking about this. What he meant for the university. Mm-hmm. When Nick Saban took over at Alabama in 2007, this is according to Joe Pompliano. When he took over in 2007, Alabama's enrollment was 25,000 students. Mm-hmm. It is 40,000 students now. That is a 60% jump yeah. compared to the national average, which is 10% over that time frame. <laughs> Alabama went from a majority of its student body being in-state students to now a majority being out-of-state students. He's changed. Okay. Yeah. That means in the difference there, apparently it's very cheap to go to school in, in Alabama because it's $11,000 for in-state tuition, $32,000 for out-of-state in tuition. Wow. So quite literally... Nick Saban and the success of the football program has made the university hundreds of millions of dollars. And they paid him $130 million over 16 seasons. Yeah. Like that, that, that is like the Saban effect, right? That is the ultimate. Like he meant so much to this university. Um, but in, in following a guy like Nick Saban, those expectations are through the roof. Like you better be competing and winning for national titles right away. And that's why, you know, Washington fans are a little bit, you know, scared just as Oregon fans were until Dan Lanning said, I'm coming back is because Kalen DeBoer hired Jimmy Sexton as his agent, who's a power broker, runs college football and gets his guy, squeezes every university in every, uh, you know, power player for everything they can have and uses leverage better than almost anybody. Look at what he did for Jimbo Fisher, for God's sakes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he, he flees Texas A&M so bad they paid him $80 million to go away. To go away. Yeah, to go away. And so, like, there, there is legitimate concern up in, up in Seattle and up on Mont Lake, and, and rightfully so. I mean, there's there should be. When you go through this process, and th- there's uncertainty mm-hmm. moving forward because— the books aren't clean up at Washington either financially. Right. Right. I yeah. mean, you're not going to be getting the full Big Ten right away. And you've got a lot of money. And don't they'll make no mistake. They'll find the money to try to keep Kalen DeBoer. Right. But the longer that it drags out, the more you're going, uh oh. Yeah. Okay. Who's this going to be? And again, if and when Michigan opens up, I think they're going to look more internally than externally. Mm-hmm. But. There's the the class of candidates right now. It it, it isn't as, as sterling reputations on guys like Dabo Swinney as it was just a handful of years ago. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The shine. I think the shine has come off Dabo just a touch, huh? Is Sark gonna jump from Texas? No. Why Why would you move from Texas? Like, yeah. in all honesty, and I think one of the arguments I heard this morning, maybe it was Clat on Colin, is that. With Sark, him leaving Texas to go to Bama would be to go over and be in the shadow of Nick Saban, whereas what he's doing at Texas is rebuilding it on his own and making it his. In in that, people want to put their own imprint on it. Yeah. Right? So then you look at Mike Norvell at at Florida State is another name that has been out there. Okay? Mm -hmm. What a heel turn that would be to... Everything that you said about Florida State, yeah. how much it means to you, how much those guys mean to you, yeah. you just actually picked up Alabama's tackle, Terrence Ferguson, out of the portal, mm-hmm. and he just committed to Florida State. Yeah. And then you're like, 
deuces. Yeah. ACC is not going to get it done for me. I'm going to go to the SEC. You know, which by the way, Florida State's trying to join the SEC. So yeah, they're trying to get out of the ACC so they can join the SEC, and then you may have to play them. Yeah, that would be the ultimate heel turn. But from a coach that once rocked uh, cornrows, uh, while the quarterback <laughs> of Central Arkansas. <laughs> Look, anything's at play here for Mike Norvell. Well, that'd be, you know, kind of a, a Jonathan Smith type situation. You don't know the, the future of your conference, and so you maybe, you know, and you got get hosed. out while you can. You got hosed, so you're just going to run to greener pastures. Yeah. You're going to be like, burp, 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 gone. Um, but Mike Norvell is a name that is still out there. Uh, Marcus Freeman has kind of, that's been quieted uh, a little bit as of late, the Notre Dame head coach. Lane Kiffin, is always, he's just a wild card. You never know what Lane's going to do. Lane jumping from Ole Miss to Alabama would make sense. And he doesn't have a problem with fan base hating him. Hell, Tennessee already hates him. Yeah. And so he can just go coach Alabama, and they can hate him even more. Yeah. And he can play him every year in the yeah. rival game. <laughs> While third he's kicking o- their ass. Third October. <laughs> yeah, third, third Saturday in October every year. You can go and you can have that kumbaya moment with those Tennessee fans, and they'll hate you even more, Lane. Yeah. But then you can have Ole Miss do it too. It'll, it, like He's not afraid of that. Mm-mm. He's not afraid of it at all. Did you see uh, Lane Kiffin's tweet yesterday? No. Uh, because after this all happened, Quirky Research tweeted out, 1980, Nick Saban replaced Pete Carroll as Ohio State's secondary coach. I think I did see year. this. Yeah. And Lane Kiffin re- quote tweeted with, Pete Carroll went to NC State to coach for... Monty Kiffin, his dad was the head coach at at NC State uh-huh. <laughs> when Pete Carroll left. Wow, <laughs> football's incestuous, bud. Like all yeah. these names are connected, and Pete Carroll and Nick Saban step aside at the same on the same day. Just the way that world works, my man. Um, but now it's time, and I'd be interested to hear like how Husky fans are feeling about the Kalen DeBoer and where he stands because he hasn't been there for very long. It seems like if he does go, it seems like, is it almost a foregone conclusion that it's Grubb coming in? Yeah, boy, I don't know. Uh, the offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb, who's been attached to Kalen DeBoer really at every stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is a great story in his own right of, you know, living in a laundry room of his sister's house, like laying concrete. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what, I can go all in on coaching. It's worked out. Worked out okay. It's worked out. Yeah. There's one thing though that uh that that may be a big difference here in that those decisions to stay. We'll get to that after Rust with Sports Center. This is a Wild Card Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Well, Washington fans, you can maybe be a little bit uh, relieved to hear that, I guess, Kalen DeBoer is going to, according to Softy, you just tweeted out that Kalen DeBoer is going to be joining KJR tomorrow morning, which would be a weird move. He's going to take another job. That would be weird. I don't know. We've seen Stranger Things. Yep. I have. The Upside Down? Yeah. Yeah. I actually just finally finished it the other day. You know, there is something, though, about the connection to Seattle. And, like, you know, Dan Lanning's a guy from Missouri who, you know, everybody's like, he doesn't have any connection out here. Like, he could be a mercenary. Like, he could just go wherever. Just hired wherever he's going to pay him the most. 
but there is, and I talked about this in hour number one. If you missed it, check it out on the Service Patriots podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. But there is something to getting your first gig from a school, right? Mm-hmm. And that faith, that blind faith that they said, hey, you're a defensive coordinator at Georgia, and we're going to go and we're going to pluck you out. And like, There's something to the fact that maybe Bama does go down the road of a guy that is not a head coach right now. Alabama's pretty damn prestigious university to be going down that road. Yeah. But if they find that person and they have faith in that person and they are they believe in that one, then you go and you make the hire. Oregon felt like they found the right guy in Dan Lanning and they were the first to give him a head coaching job. And I think there is a difference there because there is a loyalty to the university that gives you your first crack. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody remembers their first time. And being the first-time head coach, like DeBoer has been through this, working his way up from NAIA and then going to Fresno State and yeah. then, well, in Indiana and then Fresno State and then up to Washington. Like there has been an elevation in his program where he's bounced around even as a head coach. Yeah. Uh, then you go to Seattle and Seattle. He's been very successful. He's spoken very highly of Seattle. And, and when you go to a national title game, I don't think he leaves Seattle. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't. But they need to find the money to pay him accordingly as one of the top coaches in college football, which I think they can do and they will do. There's also the fact that there's been consistency and continuity in Eugene that has not, it is not existing in Seattle right now. Jen Cohen is now the AD at USC. She is the AD that hired him at UW. There is no indications or inklings that their 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 new AD who came up from Tulane he wants to part ways or find his own guy because the guy who's in place just played in a national title. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say you're not my guy. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's not one that you're just like yeah you know what we're gonna cut bait with this one right no, <laughs> but there is the comfort level right yes there is the loyalty. There is the comfort, the person that drew you in, that hired you, no longer being there. The fact that that loyalty is, and I'm not to, this is not to say that Kalen DeBoer doesn't want to be at UW, but you got to take these factors into consideration, right? He, he has a history of moving around. And it's the aid, there's a, a change of the guard at the top of that athletic administration. Those are factors that will play a part. But again, I think after you lead a team to a national championship, the way that Kalen DeBoer has built UW, I I think he does intend to stay. Mm -hmm. But if he's getting paid $4.7 million, I think, at at UW, you got to up that. You got to double that, for goodness sakes. Guy just took you to a national title game. And we know that Alabama has no problem. They can find that in the couch cushions right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They will find that money to pay their next head coach. But Alabama, that that one is open. I think in the next, you know, 24 hours we'll probably get some sort of finality to that that job and that opening. And then the next one is, is Michigan going to be open? And by all accounts, many people in NFL circles believe it's a foregone conclusion. Jim Harbaugh is gone from Michigan and going to the NFL. So now, <clears throat> if Alabama does go the route of, coming uh, hiring either from within or uh, 
or a coach with with no head coaching experience, a coordinator somewhere else, do they give them a, a touch longer leash in Tuscaloosa if it's somebody like that where it's not already a top whatever head coach? No. Or, or do they not care? They just say, you come no. in and you win, damn it. No. It just means more. You think any of those lunatics that listen to the Fine Bomb show are going to be sitting there like, you know what? Cow turd. We're gonna we're going to make sure that we give him a long leash. <laughs> Hell no! They'll be like, Nick Saban gave you a stable fall of thoroughbreds, and you need to win. Damn it! <laughs> this offense is de boring. <laughs> you know, like that's what they're gonna do. And they get, by the way, that's on a 10 and 2 season. They could go 10 and 2. But if those two losses are in SEC play and you're not in the conference championship game, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not going to do it. Yeah. Pitchfork time. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. Oh, man. Hey, good point. Um, <laughs> this texture says Jonathan Smith went on uh, a local show right before he left, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right. Man, but th- this is going to be really interesting in the next uh, day- coming days and weeks. Because, look, Harbaugh, he could be have like a milk hangover right now. He could be just like in a, a lactose-induced coma <laughs> because of their national title. Like, I, I don't know what Jim Harbaugh is. Like, who knows when he makes this decision? Yeah. As to what he's going to do, dude won the title on Monday. Yeah, I mean we got he's give him a little bit of time to make his decision where he's going to go to the NFL, but it could get even crazier here in the coming days and weeks of the coaching carousel. All right, five zero three eight six four six three two six. That is the Vancouver Ford text sign. Uh, we uh, put a bow on the show. Get you set for uh, what's coming up the rest of the day. Look, this is uh, a trying time. Danny Dusty on the fan. This is a Wild Card Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at warrenallen.com. On 1080 The Fan. I tell you what, man. Uh, the YouTube chat is unhinged. It's gotten a little squirrely today, <laughs> man. You psychos! I just like I just went and I took a look at it. My goodness! Yeah, it's like girls, girls, you're both pretty. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know if we're we're all agreeing that the, everybody's pretty here. Well, you know what I mean. You know, it's a it's it's going all over the place. Wow. Um. <laughs> God bless you all, though. It's a community yeah, in there. Lots of clown emojis in there. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's uh, one of those demented communities. But if you go to youtube.com slash 1080am, the fan, and you live in that comment section, hot damn. God bless y'all. <laughs> yeah. God bless y'all. Um, all right. Uh, the Blazers play tonight. Anybody looking forward to that game? Yeah. They play the Thunder in OKC. Yeah. Oh, boy. And them Thunder, they're pretty good. Yeah, then Thunder are pretty good, and the Blazers looked pretty bad. It, it, look, the game in, that in New York. Evergreen statement. Yeah, <laughs> the game in New York on Tuesday night. We all saw that coming from a mile away. Yeah. First of all, 
you're in the middle of a two-week road trip. You've lost the first three games by like a billion points. And then you get a win in Brooklyn. And then you have a night off in New York City. Yeah. That was primed for they're going to get the doors blown off them against the Knicks. Yeah, no kidding. And they did. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony Simons hits like his first three shots. And then I think the rest of the way, he was one of 11 from the field. No, De- that way. I never thought that I would say this, but uh, no DeAndre Ayton. That that that's reasonable, but yeah. no Jabari Walker to the detriment of the Blazers. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that this year, right? But he his importance in that front court has been pronounced. Yeah, and he's made quite a leap from last year. There, those two guys both being out in that game, especially stylistically, worst case scenario, mm-hmm. worst case scenario. And then you know you're looking down the barrel of. All right, now you got an athletic guard in Shea Gilgis Alexander tonight in the Oklahoma City Thunder. That nah, might be a long road trip for the Blazers. Yes. Yeah, continuing tonight. Well, I think they've got one OKC. win on it so far. That game's at five, but this is eight. This is the sports calendar. This is the time of the year, folks. It's gonna get squirrely on us. Yeah. I mean, the, these are the these are the days where we we don't football starts on Saturday with playoffs. What big NFL preview coming up tomorrow of the Super Wild Card Weekend. But college football's dead. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. And now we have, like, we're looking down basketball and hockey. Who's good in hockey this year? I have no idea. Do Could you tell me a team that is leading the standings? Any division leader. Just name a division leader. Tampa right Bay. In the NHL. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Uh, Dallas. No. no. <laughs> Vegas. Boy, you are... Actually, at least they're second in yeah. their division. Yeah. No. This, is, this, this new fun game of can Rust name a team that is leading a division in hockey... Yeah, no, I cannot. ...is going horribly yeah, for you. I cannot. I, fo- I, I don't follow hockey at all. Yeah. Yeah. The Winnipeg Jets... Appear to be the best team in hockey right now, standings-wise. Yeah. I mean, 58 points on the year. Ooh, I got it. Hartford Whalers. The Boston Bruins. Uh, No. No. The Carolina Hurricanes, though, are second in their division, which is the Hartford Whalers, so you were close. (laughs) It's the Rangers' year. And the Vancouver Canucks. I guess I guess those are the good teams. I did almost say Vancouver, unlike my third guess, but well, know, good. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I forget about them. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hot. It's hockey time. I'm a big Avs fan. Uh, yeah, they you won the Stanley Cup a couple years ago. You sold that really well. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't know if I could. They got the they got the McKinnon kid. Yeah. Uh, do they have Kale Maker on that team anymore? Kale Maker. Kale McCarr. Kale yeah. McCarr. Nailed it. And, I don't. And Nico Ratnan. Yeah. No. Miko? Miko. Miko. Not Nico. Nino yeah. Niederreiter. That's ta- hey Portland Winterhawk. Yeah. Yeah. One of the greatest hockey names ever. Yeah. All right, but and that's talking hockey. Cam Neely. Yeah. Yep. It, it, these are the times where I don't know hockey, man. Yeah. Hockey's fun to watch though. Hockey is great to watch. If hockey were fun to watch, I would watch it. No, it's it's like it, a little even. It's really fun to watch live. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I've been to one like exhibition game. It was it was a Winter Hawks game. And they played the Penguins. 
So it wasn't even like a, you know, regular season game, but that was years ago. Years yeah. and years ago. I went uh I spent New Year's Eve with Dirt and his wife uh <laughs> a few years ago at an LA Kings versus Philadelphia Flyers game. It was awesome. Oh, wow. NHL games are great. It was the right night before the Rose Bowl. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, that, that makes sense then. So I was like, wait, what? Me, Dirt and his wife went out on a <laughs> <laughs> a thruple date yeah. and then uh i went to the game and the third wheel and then uh left they left me yeah. and i was like yeah yeah that makes sense yeah right exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well on that note uh <laughs> danny i don't think is going to be here tomorrow it's it looks like it's kind of trending that way he did enter that chaotic youtube chat i saw where he just said i'm dying yeah i'm not sure what anything in there means that he said no idea he's dying yeah hopefully not literally no hopefully not yeah that's a figurative statement there all right everybody you guys have a great day um we will see you manana from noon to three uh heavy on the nfl playoffs super wild card weekend uh in the frozen tundra of kansas city who knows you know maybe we'll have another yet another Coaching carousel update. It's been wild, man. It's been yeah. wild. Do you think Harbaugh waits through the weekend? Yeah, I yeah. think he does. I think he does. All right, coming up next, four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's primetime with Isaac and Suke. Have a great Thursday. See you Friday from noon to three right here on The Fan. Smash them buttons. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.